Alright. I will one up the T Row question for you, Josh Helmer. His question was who has the second longest winning streak in college football? Which is I completely forgot who he said. Washington. I, Washington was number two and the current number one is is Georgia. Do you know who has the longest current losing streak in college football? Oh gosh. That is a great looking question. It's a team that actually probably should have won at least two games so far this year. And Nevada? Exactly. Exactly correct. I, I, I knew they came into this year, I thought, with the longest. So Nevada was two and zero last year after beating New Mexico State and then Texas State on September third of twenty twenty two. And they haven't won since. I'm currently working on the next longest. It might be Arizona State. But welcome in. Welcome into the Plank Show on a gorgeous Wednesday afternoon. Or Wednesday morning, I guess I should say. Everything I'm trying to fast forward. How are you on this Wednesday, Josh? I'm doing a lot better than Nevada or Arizona State, it sounds like. Yeah, um... No reason except I always get caught up in streaks about this time of year. I'm writing an article. Well, I I assume I am. I've just kind of moved forward with it. At OU Photo Guy, if there's any problems. I've been working the last 24 hours on a piece about Saturday's game. Just a lot of numbers, a lot of quotes. You had two major moments to talk about in the stand and in the drive. It's it's really cool. It's really It's really cool to look back. And think about what we witnessed on Saturday. And how I still, to this day, I can't fathom how so many smart people watch the same game that I did and are saying so many stupid things. I I don't get it. Josh, will you remind me, did Oklahoma beat Texas on Saturday? Oklahoma won the game. Are we sure about that? Oklahoma won the game. Okay. Um, can, can I just add kind of one more quick little question to this? Oklahoma won the game. How long did Texas actually lead during any point in that game? Like the final drive. Right. They had a... They had a 14 to 10 lead with 927 to go in the first half. Oklahoma retook that lead with 523 to go in that first half. Immediately drove right back down. So there's I mean 3 minutes and 30 27 Anyway, there's about 4 minutes right there that Texas had the lead. Not good for the game control. And then, Josh, Texas retook the lead with a minute 15 left. Or a minute 17 left. A minute 17 left in the game. So, to me, in a, in a rather lengthy football game, my math shows me that this powerful, magical football team out of Texas dominated and controlled that game. Because all the analytics and computers are telling me so right now with their whole 
maybe five minutes they had control of the game, Josh. Maybe. Maybe. Unbelievable. Well, the computer and analytics, they can shove it because Oklahoma walked out with a W, and that's the only thing that really matters. I mean, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. And then I'm the dumb one, right? I'm the idiot because he's like, oh, well, you just obviously don't under, understand analytics. I don't think I want to. I don't think I need to have it explained to me how the uh, – what did Gabe send me this morning? How the S&P rankings still have Texas ranked higher than Oklahoma and how I'm – how we're all supposed to be Pate State material. Y'all tell me about the greatness of Josh Pate, and here's a guy that had a front-row freaking seat for it, and he still has Texas ahead of – Oklahoma in their S&P power rankings or whatever they go by. Well, you know. Pay state power rankings. Oh, well, you know, the spread. And if they play tomorrow, the spread. Who gives an ass? Oklahoma won the football game, man. I don't know on a wipe it Wednesday when we're supposed to steer clear of everything that took place the week before, right? Nothing matters. It is a wipe it Wednesday. But this is absolutely enraging, Josh, what is currently taking place. The analytic models that loved Oklahoma apparently suddenly don't now that they beat Texas. What? At least the SP Plus doesn't, right? I think the FPI Oklahoma is number two. Yeah, now suddenly I've got to – I've had to defend things that I don't really like much, Josh. I've had to defend the uh, FPI because it goes along with what I like and how I'm thinking, and I've had to – Uh, defend Alabama and the Kansas City Chiefs. Those have been three things that I've spent a lot of time defending that I just couldn't care less about. Congratulations. No offense. Now now you were cultured. Now I'm cultured. But I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. And you could have eight, I'll get 8,000 explanations. Well, it takes into account this and that and, you know, this. Fine. We don't care. <laughs> and and then I'm I'm also in that mode, Josh, to where I'm I'm guilty of something that I pray and beg for people not to be guilty of, which is getting too fired up over over hot takes about your team. These aren't hot takes. These are analytical models that are supposed to be set up to help us better understand as college football fans. Who's really a good team and who isn't? Who this? These are the types of things, Josh, that are supposed to quantify and put into simple logical terms things that can go beyond the box score, that can go beyond what happened on the field. And I'm starting to wonder in what crazy world we live in that these are somehow used in any way, shape, or form to explain to us what's going on in college football. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't know – where Oklahoma was at in the special teams department before this game. But right. I'm just looking at the numbers, and Oklahoma on their ranking is 71st in special teams. So probably that didn't help in regards to these rankings. Right. Probably didn't help. Probably didn't help. But still, I just – so I've come to this conclusion, and I was thinking about this whenever I was driving in. And I was texting people that I consider to be smarter than me and 
people that know, which is a pretty long list of text people, uh, texting and people that I had to send things to. But I just don't. I will never, ever, ever understand how you can put a, a model together, computer-wise, statistical, uh, I- any kind of model together. And after one team beats a squad where the other team may be led for like seven total minutes of the game, and that model tells you that they're still significantly higher ranked than Oklahoma, the team that beat them, I will never understand. So anyway, all that aside, Josh, I've come to this conclusion. Is there anything else you're seeing there that's caught your eye? As Not you necessarily. The, Josh is looking at the S&P as we speak. All right. Here's my conclusion. I think this is the best thing that could happen to Oklahoma. I really do. I think that, hands down, this is the best thing that could happen. There's enough love out there, right? There is enough. There's enough people saying good things about them that you find you a couple little places where it's, what's the saying? It ain't good enough. It ain't good enough. And there you go. You know, we, we always joked about Travis Kelsey on the field after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. They said we couldn't do it. It's like, I don't really know that they, they said A couple it. people might have. I mean, okay. Uh, Georgia, no one thought that we could come and do this. And it's like, everybody picked you and you were a favorite in every game that you played. But go off, King. I'm starting to understand that these, uh, even Kim Mulkey, you know, everyone was always wondering why why LSU was so demonstrative after they beat Iowa and letting Caitlin Clark know about it because Kim Mulkey had built that up in them. It's, hey, they're talking more about them. It's all about them. I mean, you want more chip-on-the-shoulder material. I don't think you have to worry about these guys becoming fat cats based on how there's just still this. I don't think it's the overriding belief, Josh. I really don't. But there's enough to where you step back and it's, wow, they, they still ain't buying. You know, Deion Sanders was able to sit there after a press conference in week one and say, do you believe now? Do you believe? And, I mean, I think they've won, what, maybe one one more game since then? Oklahoma's 6-0. and And I kind of feel like Brent Venables could do that. Do you guys believe now? Because there is still this doubt. He'd have to sit the uh, national – media and uh, some Texas fanboys down, but yes, he could do the Do You Believe Now speech. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just I I don't I don't feel like, and sometimes with fan bases you know, you've seen Chief fans guilty of this, right? I've seen well, I'm part of this right now. Whenever you win, it's if one person questions it, all of a sudden you're piling on. It's like, how dare you not bow at the altar of this or that? It's like, well, I mean, I just, I didn't like this. Or I thought this was, I get that. I don't, I'm not sitting here saying everyone suddenly has to be telling us that Oklahoma is going to the four-team playoff or that they're going to win the Big 12 or just whatever. I'm not saying that by any stretch of the imagination. And Josh, as you like to point out, as you like to point out, in the end, there could be a lot of people that end up looking right. Right? In the end, there could be a lot of people that end up looking right. But for now, for October, it is just the 10th, the 11th. For October 11th, year of our Lord, 2023, y'all, 
Oklahoma's a better team than Texas. I don't care what your computer analytical ratings, I don't care what your poll or whatever S&P numbers you look at. A game that Oklahoma controlled has somehow become, ah, the Sooners slipped out on a last-second drive. I was not mentally prepared for this whenever I left the Cotton Bowl on Saturday, Josh. I was not, I knew somewhere in the back of my mind I was trying to think, okay, where's the hate going to come from? Where I was listening. Here's another part of the problem. Here's another thing that I did entirely wrong yesterday is I went back and I listened to like the the Athletic, their their post-game pod that they do, Ari and I think David Ubbin. I listened a little bit to to Andy Katz and his podcast and I wasn't I don't think I was prepared to hear someone say, whom I think is smart, say, yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know if we, we truly learned who the better team was. And I, I think Texas is still probably the better team. And at that moment, I stopped that podcast. I deleted that podcast. And I'm subscribed from that podcast because it's by far the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I, I'm wondering if I watched a different game than everybody on Saturday. I said, I'm wondering if, if, if I was on another planet while that game was going on and there was another game that seemed to be, I, I mean, my head is about to explode with some of the reactions I've seen to this. Yeah. No full credit, right? None. Given to Oklahoma. None. It's, it's almost as if we were able to jump in halfway and then start, you know, working on it. It's like, oh, here we come. No, no, no. Listen. Yeah, that's fine. No, no, those three turnovers had nothing to do with anything the defense did. It was, it was Texas mistakes. It was all Texas mistakes, man. And uh, there was a crucial missed call, right? That's the other thing. <sighs> Even though, hurts. as I've said much this week, the numbers told you that Texas would fail in the red zone and that Oklahoma would stiffen up and come away with a stop. The numbers told us that going in, that Oklahoma was better in the red zone and Texas was worse. And yet, some of this has turned into, oh, well, Texas just made some, some mistakes. Um, that's who Texas is. Hmm. All right, we got a break. I, is that beer still in the fridge back there? <laughs> I got there's a couple like, for you. There's like five beers back in the fridge, and I, I feel like I need one. What time is it? It's 918. Uh, is it 5 o'clock anywhere? I mean, I'll, can I play what Dave and Ubbett said? Yeah, let's hear it. Can I do it? this? I think this was the moment where my head truly exploded. All right, all right I got to dig. Steelman's here, so I know he's in his. Uh, I know he's in his studio, but I, I got to find it for you, and I got to play it for you next. I want you, I want you to have the same anger that I had right here on the ref. Steelman just informed me of something I wasn't aware of. The excusinator has reached the point to where now what people are complaining that oh you had the signals on the first play of the game. Or the interception. Come on. All right, what, you, it you, couldn't be that they played three good defensive downs in a row. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. This is just Which, oh by the way, okay, <laughs> let's play the game that oh you had the signals, right? What the heck was Quinn Ewers doing throwing that football anyways? It was a pretty good strike. I mean it was right to it was right to Gentry. <laughs> yeah, I mean on the money to Gentry Williams. Uh all right, do you want to hear this? This is, I think, this is about as good of a job as David Ubbin can do on a compliment sandwich. But the 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 guts of this take again 
gets me back to wondering if I watched the same game as some people did. Pocket to, to get to the playoff. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did it, did Sorry. It, did, oh, oh, shoot. I got to re-air. I didn't know it had started playing yet. Um, Everybody relax. Everybody just calm down for a moment. We'll get there, I promise. Hold on. This is so stupid. I plugged it into this. and uh, Is that working? Is it working now? Well, I, I potted it down. Okay, when you try it me. now. Okay. Justly optimistic of that team coming in. Okay, hold on. I, I don't know why this thing started. Got it. Hold on. That game. Okay, here we go. Well, we, we hit on it a little bit today, Ari. I think two things. I think we have to take Oklahoma seriously as a national championship contender. Okay, that that's true, right? That's true. Yes, you do. Right, so compliment sandwich coming up. As a team that, that last year was a blip on the radar. And also, Ari, it was some hours to think about it and kind of look at it. Mm-hmm. I'm, the Oklahoma fans are going to come for us on this one, but I, Texas was probably the better team today and lost that game. Uh, the turnovers, the red zone issues, all of that stuff comes out to me as as a troublesome thing um, from Texas that they're going to be kicking themselves that they didn't win that ball game. But ultimately, um, we didn't know what to make of Oklahoma. I, I was cautiously optimistic of how how I, I'm turnovers go line stand. I, I, I am begging. I am begging today at 405-329-9000. Anyone that feels that way to come straight to the front of the line. OSU fan, Tulsa fan, college football fan that listens to this show. Straight to the front of the line. I don't know how anybody could have watched that game. And then what you do when you sat back and thought about it? Take a mind-erasing drug? Did you, did you take that gummy? Well, I mean, what what is going on here? Am I? I'm the first one to tell you if there is any part, any part of the Sooner Nation or college football that looks at that one and says, "Oh, I mean, man, Oklahoma got by by the skin of their teeth." I don't hear. If anything, the frustration is that Oklahoma was even in that position in that game. They had no business being in that position in that game. I, my head is about to explode. I mean, looking back, thinking about it, what the hell are you thinking on? It's not that hard. Watch the game. If Oklahoma doesn't completely melt down in special teams, we might be talking about a three-touchdown win on Saturday. If they can throw a football on a key fourth down. We're not in that. I mean, the one one of the handful. Boy, you are really, really holding on to that one, man. You have let Dylan Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel. That was a terrible throw. Hey, he's, he's having lays taken off of his neck by Josh Elmer well, this I'm week just because saying, of that throw. I'm just saying, man. Some have, some have, some have well, used Stogner as the excuse on that. Here's, here's my rationale for, for coming back to that play is this is a game that gets decided by a final drive. Correct. Right, where you've got up and in all these different people coming up for all these different reasons why Texas actually played better and should have won the game, that's a play that Oklahoma could have and should have made that would have widened the gap, probably. Right? So that goes, to me, that throw from Gabriel goes in there with the blocked punt. It goes in with a missed field goal. That's another drive that basically just evaporates because of poor execution. Um, here, Agreed or disagree? Vinny Paul, you've made the list. You've made the list. I will defend Josh Pate. Stop with it. It's a computer model. The JP poll never favored OU, and it never will. Some of these models do not take winning or losing into, into the factor. What? 
What are we even doing? You're going to come in here and you're going to defend someone, Vinnie Paul, that has a poll that doesn't take winning or losing into a factor in college football, in any sport? How dumb can you be? Stop it. Stop being that, I'm going to come defend it because winning and losing never matters. Then why are we playing the game? What are we even doing right now? How, I'll come in and I'll defend it. Here, I'm on my white horse here. Josh Pate works out. I like him. His poll never takes winning into account. How can you possibly take anything serious in sports if it doesn't take winning into account? And I just broke the microphone because of you, Vinnie Paul. I'll come and defend him. Oh, my goodness. Why? It doesn't need defending. Everyone can have their own take. It's fine. But if you have a computer model that comes in even after that, it takes a lot to make it make sense to me. And especially whenever you come with you, well, you know, winning and losing doesn't really matter. Then why do you follow that model? That's, that should be the most important thing in said game. Oh, calm down, Plank. It's a predictive model. Fine. I don't care. But if that's the prediction that you're making out, then for now, for this day, I think it's pretty wrong, especially based on history. I shall defend that for you. It never takes winning into account. <laughs> then why are we even paying attention to it in the first? Am I losing my mind here? Am I going crazy? I, I get your reaction. Oh, I do. But I, I sort of understand that thought too. Is it's not designed to? It's not designed to say definitively, based on one result, that it thinks. Oklahoma's the better team. I think it's stupid to a degree. I, 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 that still doesn't make any sense to me. What you just said still makes no sense to me. It, the, the models are basically saying we think that Texas would win out. And if the two teams played again, it likes Texas to win, which that's all fine, well, and good. The, the, the problem that I have with it is like in all of this, Oklahoma's in a game that clearly these are two really good teams, we think, right? And clearly these are two teams that I don't think are going to be separated by too much. <laughs> and yet Oklahoma's poor plays in the game are getting counted. And it's like Texas is getting credit for its bad plays in the game. It's like, no, you had three turnovers in the football game. <laughs> you don't get bonus points for having turnovers. Why does Oklahoma get dinged for getting a punt block? Right. In Texas, it's like, ah, well, pfft, Quinn Ewers won't throw that football next time. <laughs> what? what? What makes you believe that? <laughs> Oh, uh, Sooner Soldier writes, that's like not counting speed in a race car. <laughs> that's, that's right. Well, you know, the car is pretty fast. It doesn't go as fast, but I mean, you know, Scotty Takati, Scotty Takati writes, I'll take that play further. They should have punt him. Gave him a short field for the tying touchdown. He's talking about the uh, – with the missed or the fourth down play, yeah, throw to play, throw yeah. to Stoops, and maybe so. Hindsight being twenty twenty, it felt like you had a chance to go win the game on that drive. You did, so I, I didn't. I didn't mind going there. Obviously, it doesn't work out. <laughs> Jim in Arlington, the three turnovers, the red zone issues. Texas was the better team. How many times have we heard you can't turn the ball over, and you have to score when in the red zone? Why do they show turnovers on the stats? Total BS. Um, <laughs> chapstick. 
The only models worth trusting are AI models. They are at least simulations of thousands of matchups. They aren't bad, but at least they predict some probabilities. Uh, oh, there's more podcasts I can find to get me. Uh, who is Blaine Crane? I don't know who that is. On the podcast last night, like so you to beat Texas if they play again, and I think Texas will lose one more game. I don't know who Blaine Crane is, but he sounds like my kind of guy. All right, um, let's get a break. It's 9.32. See what you have to say. There was one move on text that we got, which to me was kind of funny because to what? What do you want me to move on to? You want me to move on to talking about the drive or talking about the stop? What? We're good. This is this is defending our turf, dude. And it just it it's not it's not a massive amount of people. It's just the loud voices. And I said this yesterday off the top of the show, Josh, I have never, and I mean ever, ever seen a fan base react the way that Texas has had. I told talked about Jeremy Bunch yesterday. Don't disrespect the victory. The massive amount of disrespect that takes place towards this win on Saturday absolutely blows my mind. So we shall continue right here on The Ref. Stick around. It's Plank Show. I fixed the microphone, by the way, that Vinnie Paul's take caused me to break. Yeah, you got to screw it back in there. Yeah, you know, wins and losses just don't matter. It's funny. Yeah, That's paid statement material. That's paid state material right there, (laughs) I guess. Listen, I understand that I I fall. I tell you guys incessantly on this show, power rankings are stupid. They're just stupid. They're dumb. They always have been. Uh, I have a scoreboard and I have standings that can tell me the power ratings where where they belong. But I just I have been taken aback by the amount of disrespect that is out there uh, involving Texas. Um. Well, no, this is a fair take for the nine one eight. I don't know why you're shocked. You both picked Texas to win, so you thought they were the better team anyways. We got a couple of those, actually. Did we? Well, I'm going to pick OU every game now. No, but here's the thing. That way I can never have anybody text in and be smarmy. Okay, well, no, no. It's it's actually a fair point, and I'll defend it by saying this. I don't feel that same way now. Oklahoma won the game. I mean, you you could bring up every single time I've picked an upset and see, oh, wow. So you still feel – no, this is now – I have the evidence and I need it. So, yeah, that's why I'm still surprised. Whenever I tell you, hey, I don't think – when I'm listening to Murder in Apartment 12, whenever I say, hey, I don't think the kid did it, and if they're like, oh, we found a knife with his handprints on it and he just said he did it, well, at that point I'm like, dang, kid did it. I don't sit here and go like, no, 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 no. Still didn't do it. Didn't do it. That, that's how I would defend it. That's why I'm shocked, 918. Um, Honolulu Sooner. Love the haters. If the Sooners had the same Texas performance, it would be tornado sirens in all four corners of the lower 48, and all media outlets would be handing Texas the natty in the midway seven minutes after the game. I think you're right. If you flip this and that outcome had Quinn Ewers leading Texas down the field on a game-winning drive, and you look, would anyone look back and be like, "Wow, Texas only led that game for six minutes"? No, and, I no, don't. It does, I don't think does so. Seem like it. <laughs> All would be right in the world. Um, sooner finish in Raleigh, North Carolina. Power rankings, holy cow! In sports that don't have scoreboard. 
or points. Yeah, you can. Have, you know where you can have a power ranking. I mean, gosh, every sport has scoreboards, so I, I don't. I don't understand. My uh, two favorite text on this subject: mm-hmm. Dallas was the better team versus San Francisco Sunday night. Turnovers has Dak kicking himself, and then somebody else said. In that SP Plus poll, Nevada's ranked 25th. Are they really? <laughs> no, but oh. that's a good tag. Okay, I was like, if they are, then we really have some issues. SEC snob. What, one more on this. Did we take our bottom of the hour break? Are we good till yeah, 45? Yeah, oh, okay, good. okay, okay. I had paranoia. <laughs> if Texas wasn't propped up by the national media, Hollywood and massive donors, that program wouldn't be any more relevant today than a Texas Tech. They've always stunk because they never look within the program. I'm not, I'm not angry. I'm miffed whenever someone's like, angry plank is good. I, I, when you come and the mindset is, yeah, scoreboard doesn't matter, I think my response is, why? Someone might say, well, do you think Wyoming is a better team than Texas Tech because they beat them? Well, on that night, yeah. And I think as the season is bore out, yeah, they're a better team. Upsets happen. But when you have a piece of, of, of evidence – like we have in front of us, which is Oklahoma won the game. Oklahoma won the game. And controlled it. I think that's, you know what? That, that That's what this boils down to is you and I, and, and I would agree with this, my opinion of Oklahoma, yes, has been positively changed. I, I said it last week. I'll say it a number of different times moving forward. I'm a believe it. I'm a see it to believe it kind of person when it comes to sports. Right. And with Oklahoma going into this game, I'm sorry. What I had seen was six and seven a year ago, and not even really they throw the Texas game out, right? But Texas was the first legitimate big time opponent. That's right. That Oklahoma had on its schedule this year. I needed to see Oklahoma go play well, both sides of the football, and they did that for me. And they controlled the game plank. They were in control of the game. The win probability numbers would indicate that to you. So then, for somebody to turn around and say, I don't know, I just, I just think Texas played better. It's like what? I think that's where I'm so miffed on this. Um, and ultimately, it does not matter. Who cares? Right. Let everybody think that. And as you said earlier, it, it can be a good thing for Oklahoma because here you went and, and got this program-defining win. And in some circles, you're really not getting much credit for it. it, it, it one more before I get back to the uh, – one more before we get back to the text line. I was reading Dan Wetzel's column because I saw he had not Dan Wetzel. Um, who's the guy that everyone doesn't like? Um, well, there's probably a lot of them. Dan Walken. Dan Walken. Because I saw he had Joe C cornered, and I was just curious what might you know what, was there anything about the future of this matchup which we at some point need to talk about maybe tomorrow's show. You know, is is there going to be a season where we can't play in the Cotton Bowl because of the construction that's coming up? We'll, we'll get to that, and I don't know if anyone's really answered that. Because we're still about the game, but like even even this, and and again, I'm definitely now looking at this through crimson colored glasses. Texas was minus three in the turnover battle, including two uncharacteristic interceptions from Quinn Ewers. Uh, not that none. It had a first and goal from the one yard line in the second half and couldn't push it in. The Longhorns had 527 yards of offense. On what felt like a mediocre day for them, committed some bad penalties and lost starting center Jake Majors to injury pretty early in the game. In other words, Texas did a lot of things wrong and still nearly won the game. And I can see some of that, but 
Oklahoma did a lot of things wrong and did win the game. I mean, I I just like that, I said, I understand if you want to be like, hey man, three mistakes, two uncharacteristic turnovers, uh, interceptions, and a fumble. Weird, but man, give credit to the Oklahoma defense who did stop four plays from the one yard line. Sure, who did force a fumble, who did pick off two passes, who were put in terrible situations by their special teams. No, 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 none of that matters. Ah, well, Texas wasn't itself. That's what gets me. That's If you want to know at the, at the core of where my frustration is, that's where, I, that's where my frustration is right now. And there might have been a fourth down play that Oklahoma could have made play. And there might have been a fourth down play <laughs> I, that OU could have or should have made. Nobody's talked about that this week. Oh. So that's that's where it comes from. Um, Doug in Mustang with his first text to the show since August. Good morning, Doug in Mustang. Doug got the uh, lowdown, too, on the special for Affordable Door Company, which is still going on, I believe, 405-635-9499. That's how I know when you haven't texted the show in a while when the ad pops up. Uh, it's a symptom of the bigger problem, boys. We're using rankings instead of records. We can power rank NFL teams for fun, but at the end of the year, all that matters is the record. College sports relying on rankings to determine who plays in big games is always going to be a fallacy. Now, Doug, that, you should check, check in more often. The, yeah, it's a great point. It will matter less next year and beyond. But for now, when there's only four seats at the table, yeah, it matters. Dude, I keep trying to go to the losers justify their losses. Sir, ma'am, bro, bra. Respect the win. Don't you disrespect Respect the win. my win. Don't disrespect the dub. There was a point where he looked at me and I thought, he might kill me right now. I better just shut up. Don't disrespect the dub. Is this setting itself up? If, if these two teams play another great game, Oklahoma loses it in the Big 12 championship game. Oh, they, everyone's vindicated, right? I really need you to win that game, Brent. Well, and I'm, I'm <laughs> you know, you win the game and then everybody has to come around to the idea Oklahoma's just better, right? Right. But let's say they lose it. It's a, it's a great game. It's a classic. Depending upon, I guess, a couple of things that happen elsewhere, both teams have to go to the college football playoff, right? Right. I mean, this is the exact same situation we've had with Alabama and Georgia with Michigan and Ohio State, both teams would have to go. Right. How could you look me in the face and tell me Oklahoma's not one of the four best teams under that scenario if all these things that you want to sell me right now on Texas are true? And then they turn around and beat Oklahoma, but, oh, by the way, it's a great game that Oklahoma barely loses. Can I tell you something? I am no – I'm not even in this group now where I'm like, gosh, don't want to see Texas again. I'm not, I'm fine with it. I'm like, okay, let's go. Well, they're going to be really fired up, and this guy's going to be healthy. Okay, great, good. Let's. I, I'm not. I'm not worried about that. Oklahoma will be able to run the football better by then. By then, Javante Barnes is going to be healthy, y'all. No, but I mean, the the reality is, I, I think my. This first hour has been therapeutic for me. I've wiped it, Josh. Uh, now we've got text messages that could lead to me getting fired up again. Kind of like a little slot machine in there today, but. I think I've just realized rankings are pointless. Who cares? Who cares? Because <laughs> that's right. the important thing. Yeah, you know what? I I am uh, I've fallen into the trap that I tell you guys not to fall into. I've 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 yelled to the point where I almost lost my voice in this first hour. I've broken the microphone, which Drake I have fixed. I yelled at Vinnie Paul, 
because he said winning doesn't matter. But, Vinny, I know you don't feel that way, brother. I just don't. I got to step back and realize, Josh Helmer, none of this matters. Because if Oklahoma continues to win their games, they're playing for a championship. Sure. And not just a Big 12 championship. And continues to win games and get better, improve. So, so to me, to me, I, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm completely over it because I'm sure someone's going to say something stupid that'll trigger me. And again, I don't, I don't care about the hot takers, right? The, the Brandon Walkers, the, yeah. that, that, they're going to do that because they know you guys react to them, and that's fine. That's their bit, and I got no problem and with it. And they may or may not believe anything I don't, they say. Yeah, or, and I don't know how much college football they actually watch outside of their teams which is fine. But for me, personally, those, those are what bothers me is whenever these analytical models and then you have these people that you, we look at as they're smart, they cover the – when they just say something that doesn't seem to jive with fact, that's where I get – it's like I'm not mad. I'm, what would my dad always say? I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> right. I'm not, just, I'm not upset. I'm just – We're disappointed in you, David Oven. I'm let down. I'm let down by the fact that – I mean, a person literally said, you know, I sat back and thought about it. And, uh, yeah, you know, I think uh, Texas is still the better team. I just, that's where my mind gets blown, okay? People want to say, oh, I still think Oklahoma sucks. Fine, you were talking trash on them before. You know, every, and no one wants to admit when they're wrong unless the freezing cold takes get, gets a hold of it. Then it's fun. It's, it's going to take getting knocked over the head with it a couple of times, which, hey, you might get to knock the uh, world over the head with it a couple of times. Second time uh, down in Arlington. So, there you go. Do you want – okay, uh, here, here's a question because we got a break. <laughs> I'm really I'm like, calm down. Don't, don't. <laughs> Do you want to try to talk about what the future looks like of OU Texas? Sure. Okay, let, let's – when we get back, let's get through a few more texts. Keep them coming. Uh, I put them on a, the prep page and we read the best as the show goes on, but keep them coming. Something was said to Ted and I whenever we walked into the stadium together on Saturday – that I'm still trying to compartmentalize. Teddy, you know what I'm talking about. We'll dive into it next right here on The Ref. Do you know, Chapstick, you're right, bud. You're right. Everyone should be happy about these fools saying Texas is better. The team asked, what will they say now? This is what they're saying. Keep that chip on our shoulder. And that's, that's where I stand, Josh Helmer. That's where I stand right now. You are in a position where you're getting probably everything motivationally that you could possibly want. It's all happening right in front of our very eyes. Chapstick, good point. Good point. Now, Josh, on Saturday, on Saturday, whenever Teddy and I were walking into the stadium, there is... One security woman who's at the, the the base of the elevator before you go up to the press box mm-hmm. that has been there, oh gosh, probably since I've started on the broadcast. She's there every year. And when we walked in, Ted and I, she goes, ah, oh, isn't it sad that this is going to be the last one here? And I was like, do you know something I don't know? I looked at Ted, and I quickly corrected her, and I said, no, 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 no. We're just going to different conferences. It's it's still going to be here. I mean, it, it's still going to be here next year. 
And and she stopped and was like, oh, even with all the construction? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I I assume so. So it got me digging a little bit, Josh. It got me nosing around. And I just want to be the first one to admit, I don't know if this has been a massive story on any other of our shows. And I know that you've got uh, super duper insiders like the Stoops Bros and people like that. And uh, gosh, the Sooner Gridiron and those who literally, I don't know how you guys do it, but every time there's any article written about Oklahoma, they got it, you've baby. got you guys have it. It's incredible. And I'm grateful for it. But, so I don't know if this has been one of those conversations that's already happened about the future of the Cotton Bowl as a site for OU Texas. And I feel like everything publicly that's been said has been really much along the same lines of, oh, yeah, no, 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 we uh, we, we want to keep it there. And, yes, the contract goes through 2025, but there's some interesting things that are taking place right now as far as the Cotton Bowl is concerned. And I'll bring it to you next. But I'm still a little shook. I don't know if she has inside information or sometimes y'all know security people. You're the last ones to know. That's so. an interesting way to start your own. Yeah, Texas. it's like, sorry, this won't see you again. We're like, what? It's a plank show right here on The Ref.